Grandies. Welcome to In the Grind with Megan Grady. Sponsored by The Records Company. I am Megan Rihanna, and this is... Grady Marin. And we have been besties ever since I can remember. I think since the fourth grade. Remember when I had that, like, kind of Mr. Belvedere sweater going on <laughs> in Miss Parker's classroom? And it was super, super cold because my parents had just relocated us from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I do remember that. You were so cute. You had on these big glasses and you were shivering. Yeah, bottle cap glasses. How embarrassing. (laughs) I don't think we could afford contacts at the time. And those are the glasses that I had probably for the three years prior to moving. But at any rate, (laughs) welcome to Aberdeen, Ohio. That's the foothills of the Appalachia. I think we've both been all around the world uh, separated. For many years. Yeah. But a we long always time. we always find our way back to each other. And now we're doing in the grind in Cincinnati. And Isn't it, that crazy? Yeah, it only took a pandemic to bring us back together. All the way from Nevada for you. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and you loved it out there for a time. For a time, but it's not, it doesn't glitter for me anymore. And I think that we're just kind of excited just to be doing something new. Yeah, it feels good to be home. Yeah, we're just trying to like expand our horizons and talk and just kind of connect with people. I mm-hmm. think that now probably is the best time to do that. Yeah, we're we're very excited about this new world energy and finding both new and creative ways to connect with each other and our listeners around the world. And every one of us is in the grind of everyday life. So we want to reach out and spread love and ideas and inspiration, knowledge, experience, and of course, laughter. Grady. You always make me freaking laugh. That's well, part of the reason it might you. be a slight sense of dry humor, or it could be the critic inside me. And who the hell doesn't need to laugh right now? I mean, come on. Yeah, I think the world needs a hell of a lot more laughter. Oh, speaking of that, Grady, do you remember, I mean, you've been in my life so long. Do you remember when I was married for like two years to that one guy? Yeah, wasn't he gay? <laughs> I think, I think he was. I don't yeah. know. All I remember is he had some ripped abs on your refrigerator. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Yeah, I think that he idolized himself. It was like some sense of motivation for him. And on your refrigerator in the Mount Adams area, this guy had like a 12 pack on the freezer door. You know, he had more clothes and more cologne. I mean, he had more cologne than I did. And He loved to cook. Was I more attracted to him than you were? I think maybe, probably, yes. (laughs) Did you think, (laughs) did you know that I married a gay man? No, I did have a sense, though. I think I told you on the first time that I met him that I thought he was gay. (laughs) That is the reason I divorced him, I think. I mean, I mean, girls, how do you know if your man's gay? How did you not know? I mean, remember that time you had that P.O. box? I know. I was on vacation. You called me up. You were in frantics. You were crying. You're like, who has a P.O. box that has porn sent to it (laughs) so that no one else knows? And I'm like, gee, I really don't have much on that. But I know that gay guys do watch straight porn. I know. That's what you told me. That's so crazy. And why? I don't even know. I don't know. It's a complete, complete dark So how are we supposed to know if our man's gay? Well, it's very confusing (laughs) these days. I mean, we had metrosexuals, and now I think that we've moved past that, and now we are kind of into, you know, using pronouns with 
they, them, us. It's all very Grady. Conf- I'm confused. But do you remember that it was gr- it was hairy porn? What is hairy porn? It was people in, in the porno that were hairy. Well, maybe it reminded him of a pussy cat. I don't know. <laughs> so embarrassing anyways it makes it does make you think something is wrong with yourself and really he's just not that interested in what i have to offer i mean i thought why is he so detached why is he always lying it's hard on a woman's self-esteem for sure or anyone for that matter there's no real competition is there no so i used to think that too i would always be upset because i couldn't compete with a female You know what I mean? I can't compete with a female. So I would have to say that it probably was pretty disheartening for you. Maybe beyond disappointing, you got a divorce for God's sakes. I mean, (laughs) it's all right. It was a lovely wedding, though. It was. You had a great chocolate fountain. Oh, thank you. Did you get to enjoy it? No. (laughs) But I'm glad that you did. My aunt and I helped get you dressed. Yes, I remember you were that. So amazing during my wedding. I remember you held like my dress the whole time for me so I wouldn't step on it. And you were just amazing. And you were a bridesmaid and you had a bouquet and you looked amazing. Yeah, I actually remember that. I was young. I didn't require Botox and fillers or any of those <laughs> sorts of things. I'm not admitting to anything, of course, but I would just say if ladies want to know if their guy's gay, usually, most all the time, Gay men can tell you. Oh, why didn't I just ask my best friend? Oh my gosh. Well, they say if you love something to let it go. And if it comes back to you, it's yours. And if it doesn't, it never was. So I guess I'm all yours, Grady. And we're back. We are in fact back. Speaking of being back, I would like to introduce a good friend of mine, a confidant, a business partner, gypsy extraordinaire, Miss Agata Zachary. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. So we thought we would delve into an interesting topic. I know you've been listening to us. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about Megan's two-year stint? Well, she was probably very young back there, right? Yeah, I was. I would have to assume maybe a little bit naive and, you know, we don't see things that we don't want to see. Um we don't listen to our gut feeling. I think with age, we get more and more sensitive to it. and you Possibly know. a little bitter, too. I get well. told that quite often I might be a, a bitter pill. She hit the nail on the head. Because I, yeah. I just enjoyed shopping with him and cooking with him. And he's yeah. like my best friend. Yeah, He cooked a lot. As a matter of fact, you used to always compliment him for his cooking. You said he cooked a hell of a lot better than anyone else that that had cooked for you. So Megan had a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 he was in school too at the time, I think. So he wanted to be a, a nurse. Mm-hmm. Not saying that that's a feminine field or anything. I'm just saying that he was definitely in touch with the more delicate side. Mm-hmm. Did you have late night pillow talk? Okay, I got to work back to you. <laughs> So, Agata, I thought that we'd talk a little bit about dating in 2020 and the much-dreaded COVID, all while balancing work life, and your thoughts on Meg living in an RV. Yep, she's living in an RV, back from Vegas, parked outside of her parents' home, and grabbing life by the horns. I think it is very creative. 
And as it turned out, very smart way to approach. She basically dragged her home wherever she wants to go. Uh, there is always roof over her head. What is that song? The gypsy song. There's roof of my head. You know, you're the gypsy, honey. I don't know this song. <laughs> I love her completely accent. lost. <laughs> so Megan can go tomorrow wherever she wants to. She can move to Florida. She can go to Oregon and just drag her little house with her. Yes, and she can avoid COVID by staying in her RV and just kind of being a transient. Oh, I know. I love it. I, I have to say it's the best place I've ever lived. <laughs> and what is it like to, what do you do? I don't want to get too grotesque, but when you have to use the bathroom at night. Um. Well, right now I'm on the side of my mom's house, so I have no hookup. So I just pee in a cup. Oh, wow. That's definitely an in- <laughs> that's definitely an interesting. I hope it's spin. a big cup. So it's an overflow. Oh, actually, that happened once. It overflowed. Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't even know where to go like, with that. Well, I mean, COVID. I have a lot of sanitized wipes, and I just cleaned <laughs> up my little mess. But yeah, it was a little uh, sleepy. <laughs> I would have to say. And well, you, as long as you do that and doesn't, you know what? Do you remember the story about what was it? That astronaut lady who put a diaper on and drove straight through across the United States to get to her husband who was cheating on her and she didn't even stop to pee. She like pee in a diaper. So as long as you don't do that. Do you have a pee pad, a piddle pad? I've got a, I've got period underwear. That's about it. So let's talk about dating. Yes. So okay, what do you can we talk about Agata's hair first? Yeah, let's talk about Agata's hair. It's beautiful. I mean, she is beautiful and her hair It's radiant. It's, it's radiant fuchsia. purple. Okay, so I'm going to tell you this. This actually I went to my beautician on Friday. I had an appointment just for straight regular highlights and as I'm sitting there and I see one beautician working on somebody her hair is green, the other one is purple and I'm thinking, "Oh god, why am I so boring?" and over and over the same thing. Is this because Biden won? No, no. (laughs) But I'll tell you what. I'm just joking. (laughs) He came, um, I remember. It's progressive for you. It is progressive. But on the other hand, I remember when I lived in Poland and I was actually in uh, kindergarten. I was five years old. And every time I was drawing pictures, all my princesses in my pictures had a blue or purple hair. Oh, yeah. And I remember the cleaning lady with the broom coming around the table I was sitting at. And she would always criticize my princesses and argue with five-year-old. There is no people with blue and purple hair. So on Friday, almost 40 years later, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to show this cleaning lady there is a princess with purple hair. Oh, <laughs> wow. So here I come. <laughs> you know what? I've always wondered the same thing. I wondered. Ever since I was a little girl, why does your shirt everybody matches her hair too? Hair. It's kind of like fuchsia. Well, it's what does it say though? Chili oh, pepper. Chili pepper. Um, oh, it's a bike shop in Moab, Utah. I like to. Are you a biker lady? Bike. Yeah. My mountain bike, not not yeah. not like a motorcycle. The broom broom. Right. Okay. But, uh, that was kind of weak. I'm sorry. I would love Bikers. to vroom vroom though, for sure. <laughs> I don't. A deer jumped out of me when I got on a crotch rocket once, and that was not pleasant. <laughs> oh God! I wish you had that on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I didn't know how close I was to my life ending. So, are you dating? By the way, since we're doing talk about dating, are you dating Megan? Sometimes. Not how's, really. How's that going for you? Same old, same old. I mean, I'm dating the same 
same old that I've been dating for here and there, but not really. I'm kind of working on myself. I think it's I mean, a good I, idea. I went on a date like this past weekend. I went to Texas and and dated. I I got to eat some really great food. What kind of advice, Agata, can you lend all these younger and older people that are kind of just out there in life trying to find their special person? Well, you know, I will just say, I guess main thing is don't settle for something you are not happy with. And I've been already married for 21 years this past October. And I know, thank you, thank you. Um, How I met him, I actually was sitting with somebody that I've dated for a year and a half, and I thought, this guy was it. And I was heavily in love in my 20s. And then this guy comes in to the room, and my boyfriend introduced me to him. And the minute I met him, I knew that is my husband. You knew it. Yeah, right I away. knew it. I knew it. Wait a minute. Love you had been night. with someone? Like, yes. were, you, were you married or she you were just with, with someone? So, yes, as bad as it sounds, my boyfriend introduced me to my husband. So um, I would say don't settle for something that maybe doesn't make you happy. Um, be in tune with your senses. Listen to your gut. And also those days, you know, with all the internet dating and everything, take uh, warning wow. signs really seriously. Agata, you have given me hope. <laughs> I looked up her name last night because her name is beautiful. Okay. It's okay. Like Agata's That's a new name. one. I didn't know that. And did you know that Agata means good and virtuous? Yes. That's <laughs> a, actually. Uh, virtuous. Uh, yeah, that's mm. a Greek name, but uh, used in Poland a lot. Yeah. So. It's beautiful. I really like it. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody can pronounce it here. Usually when they ask me for my name and I say Agata and they say, oh, I can never remember that. Agatha. Always say, they always want to say Agatha. No, no, no. Agatha Christie here. <laughs> and what do you think about like people? It's got to be so lousy to meet people through dating apps. I've heard horror stories about just meeting people in random places that you really can't connect with through an app because I can tell you from personal experience back in the internet cafe days when I used to mm-hmm. gallivant off to the internet cafe when I was supposed to be in class and get mm-hmm. on some chat rooms to meet up with someone. You know, it just, the person that I'm talking to is not the person I'm meeting 99% of the time. I mean, one time this guy brought me a teddy bear I couldn't get him to leave me alone. It was kind of freaky. Actually, it was very freaky. He brought you a teddy bear? Yeah, on our first date. Did it have a camera inside of it? (laughs) It was back in the days before cameras. As a matter of fact, it was a little risky meeting somebody without a cell phone. Although I think I still had like this ginormous long bottle cell phone, but I don't know. It just, how do you connect with somebody? So the other day, I was watching one of my favorite shows, Investigation. And actually, that one was about online dating. And unfortunately, all cases they show, uh, the ladies got either attacked or killed after a few dates now. 
my thing is those are extreme cases. And um, I know several good stories from people who met online and are still married and have children. And, you know, I just think when you put yourself out there, whether it's through, you know, online services or you could be out in the target shopping and when you meet somebody you just have to be careful um you have to listen to your gut to your instinct you know and sometimes even that doesn't work i mean you never know yeah i also know that there's an app that you can download i think it's life 360 i have that on my phone and you can um, create a folder and hide it so no one knows that you have it And um, you could share your location with like your mom or your best friend. And you can even have a group on there with people that you trust. So you could tell them, hey, I'm going out with this guy tonight. Locate me. And if I'm not home by this time, you know, you know, something's wrong. But Mm -hmm. that's a great app that I think a lot of women need to know about. And a lot of people need to know about not just women. Oh, so this is more or less like to protect you for your safety. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that um, a lot of women are found because they have this tracker on their phone. Oh, gotcha. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about a secure if I'm thinking about a security standpoint, that's kind of disturbing to me. I think that the iPhone can be tracked anyway. I think other phones can, but I know specifically the iPhone can. I don't know. I just don't like people being able to have access to my location all the time, but I understand the need to have that. Right. Yeah. I like my mama know one. Didn't you have a, didn't your last boyfriend put a tracker on your car? (laughs) Who knows? Probably. (laughs) I I do think that's scary. You had me on that app though. And you were concerned about that. Didn't you find like some suspicious object on your car? You took it to the dealer or something? Yeah, but I ended up being nothing. So, well, okay, good, good. I wouldn't put it past him <laughs> <laughs> or anyone for that matter that you've dated. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to be on a dating show. Oh, wait, I've already been there. <laughs> oh, that's right. You did do a dating show. Did anything materialize? Yeah, I, I became great friends with someone in Vegas, and he was actually my neighbor and lived um, a mile away from me. We used to go to the dog park together, but we're still friends. So, Agata, you're from Poland, right? Yes. So tell us, what's Poland like? What's Europe like? You said you met the man of your dreams earlier. Yes. So Poland is an amazing country. I just actually went last year uh, to visit and fell in love all over again with Poland. Um, Had a great time. However, since we were in a dating subject, I left Poland when I was 17, um, virgin. So I was not dating in Poland. You were a virgin? Oh, yeah. When, yeah. I wish I was a virgin. I would sell my virginity. (laughs) Yeah. I was a virgin until I was 18. But um, you see, her name does mean good and virtuous. (laughs) It does. Absolutely. And you put your virginity in a cup and on a shelf and you sell it yeah. like it's a retail object. <laughs> I mean, I wish I would have known about that before. But, All right, go you on. Know. Sorry. So no, I mean, I didn't have a chance to date in Poland. Um, we ran away due to political reason. At that time, it was uh, Mother Russia took over Poland. That's why we ran away. And I lived for about 10 years in Germany. So dating in Europe was not that great for me. I, at the time, thought that the guys, um, especially in Germany, were pretty lame, you know. (laughs) Um, Until one day, I don't remember how, I was introduced to 
an American in a club. And then more of them came and I met a couple of girls and I was like, oh my God, who are those people? This is my kind of people. I love their mentality, their sense of humor. Americans were super easy to get along with. They like to have fun. They are generally very, very happy people. And that's how I uh, got into a dating a GI. Um, he was stationed in Germany in army. And that's the guy then who introduced me to my husband. Wow. That is crazy. Who, who was, yes, who, who was another GI. And um, I always somehow knew I'm going to land in the United States because it's just um, as the time went by, me living in Germany, you know, a few years into it, I looked around and most of uh, friends I had were Americans. You know, as a matter of fact, my absolutely best friend, hello, Betty in Cleveland, is from <laughs> United States as well. She Hi, lives Patty. in Cleveland, Ohio. And I met her when um, when her and her husband were stationed there. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. And what part of Germany? I was living in Bamberg, which is close to Nuremberg. And you can speak German? Yes. Russian? Ooh. Yes. Polish? Yes. English? A little bit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Can and you say sexy in German? Oh, uh, no. Uh, it won't sound sexy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Hey, can you say, say it in Polish? <laughs> but to surprise you, sexy in all of them, in Polish is sexy and in German is sexy. Oh. Kind of like this no is, and yes. <laughs> this, is, this is, you know, international war. Universal, you know, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. like that. And you spent a brief period of time in Russia, you said? No, I went there, I uh, used to sing when I was little, and we went on this kind of student exchange. So I was in Ukraine for about four weeks, singing for organization, I don't even know what to call it in English, they used to be called in Russian, Kalhos and Salhos, and we used to go and sing for the farmers who work there, or were they workers, so you were like Marilyn Monroe singing to the soldiers. Um, you were like yeah, singing not, to the farmers. <laughs> singing happy birthday, Mr. President. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, cake? At the time, it was Mr. Gorbachev, I believe. Was oh, <laughs> that's the tear down that wall. Yes, came shortly after, yes. So you know a lot of history there. Yes, but I was gone by then. We didn't wait that long, which I think my parents a little bit regret until today not to wait those few years. We left in late 80s, and I believe the wall came down in 1991, and that's when Poland started going through huge changes. The Iron Wall came down, but we were unfortunately already gone. And then you came to the United States? Yes, I came to United States. Saw the big apple first. Oh, I love United States. I love, uh, again, I love Americans. Um, Did you come on a boat? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I came on a plane. And you know what? Back then you were, uh, you were allowed to smoke on the plane. How about that? Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Back of a plane. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> so they oh had my like gosh. ashtrays and everything? Yes. They were building into your uh, armchairs and that oh, little wow. ashtrays. Yes. So <laughs> that was, I think, one of the last flies where smoking was allowed. And then I came to the States and um, I, I loved it. I think it was, Clinton was the president when I came here. So 
Um, it was pretty happy times in America. We'll be back after our short message from our sponsor. The Records Company is the fastest and largest growing legal support services company in the United States. The Records Company specializes in record retrieval and retention needs for legal professionals, such as attorneys, law firms, independent medical providers, third-party administrators, insurance companies, and healthcare providers across the globe. The Records Company utilizes advanced technology to deliver records of all kinds in unmatched time and has delivered more than 3.2 million records to date. The Records Company understands the challenges in today's business world and has experience, staff, and intelligence to make a difference in the world of healthcare data. So, dating, 2020. COVID-19. Masking. Oh, yeah. How in the <laughs> hell do you know what they look like? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I tell you what, um, being married for 21 years, I don't know, but I guess you get creative. So, <laughs> if I were to date, and let's just say I met somebody online, and then we decide to go for a coffee, let's just say Panera, but I don't know. I would probably make him go outside and through the window, take the mask off so I can see the face. (laughs) (laughs) And after he puts it back on, he's allowed back at my table. (laughs) Well, he might look better with the mask on. (laughs) You can only see the eyes. You can say, honey, just leave that mask on, okay? (laughs) Oh, God. A couple extra glasses of wine and a mask is all you need. (laughs) Yeah, all we have to ask Panera to start serving wine. Well, you can't social distance in Panera. I know, I know. Wow, this is challenging. I tell you, it is. It is, but on serious note, I mean, come on, six feet apart, right? Or the mask, that's the general rule. So step back six feet and uh, let me see. And And later on that night, (laughs) I get closer than six feet. (laughs) What do you do about the germs at that point? Well, what have you been doing about it in all those years prior to Corona? I say take Listerine with you. And some hand sanitizer. (laughs) And swish a lot. So you know what's going on. (laughs) You you don't use lubricant anymore. You use the sanitizer. (laughs) Kids, don't try this at home. (laughs) Absolutely not. We certainly don't want anybody to be using Lysol to drink. No, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I guess dating online could be like a great option right now because you could at least see their face before you meet them. I'm so over Zoom. I'm so over all of that. That, but that, who was telling me the other day? Was it you, you, Grady, that now you have an option to have an actually virtual date yes. with ordering dinner and watch the girl yes. virtually eat the dinner? Yep. What? Yeah, this is advertised. <laughs> I heard it on the radio I or podcast do this. or something. I don't know. That seems lame. But <laughs> I am lame. I get, I get all of the requirements. I'm I'm certainly supportive of keeping people healthy and safe. It just seems counterintuitive to try to meet and get to know somebody and have any type of a physical relationship, not saying that you should on the first or second or third mm-hmm. date, whatever your prerogative is. But it just seems so challenging to have to do things through like virtual meeting sessions. I don't enjoy virtual stuff at work. I mean, do you? When we have to have meetings at work, I mean, you're no. you're the vice president of the records company, yeah. and we we of course 
put our feet right in the mud, right from day one. We were ready. We were prepared. We had been preaching to our customer base for years Mm -hmm. that we were ahead of all of our competitors, that our technology was second to none. And I don't, I didn't enjoy the Zoom meetings because we didn't have any personal interaction. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a lot into feeling energy coming from others and their aura. And it is hard through Zoom meeting. And as far as, you know, going back to dating and protecting yourself, I mean, I got to think back. I had a friend who uh, years and years back started dating and they actually were dating, I want to say maybe for two, three months, uh, clear of sex. And when they were ready to move forward, They actually both went and were tested for everything because at that point they didn't want to use any protection. So, I mean, um, here is the thing, you know very well that there is huge amount of people who are very concerned with uh, coronavirus and there is some who are not concerned much and they believe that everybody at some point is going to go through it. So um, it's just became a pretty divisive political issue, unfortunately. Yes. I don't know why we polarize certain things. I'm not going to say I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a physician. I don't know the specific data behind any of this stuff. We just rely on those professionals to kind of give us the advice. And we're just kind of torn because we're hearing so many things from so many places all the time. I think that's great that you could both go and get tested for coronavirus and STDs and the whole shebang. And then you could bang. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But here's the question about that on a serious note. What happens if you had the symptoms and you were positive during your first date, but you were asymptomatic, didn't test positive, and you tested positive the following week? These are some of the interesting things I've heard. Yeah, I think that they the antibodies last, what, two to three months? That's what I hear. Yeah, but, you know, uh, to be honest tested. with you, you know, what's the difference if you were on a date feeling that way or being already sick or you were shopping and standing in the line next to other people, True. you know? I guess it's all about taking chances. And, risk, and if that's yes. the person that you want to ride on the back of the motorcycle with, then <laughs> yep. maybe just do it. That's yep. right. <laughs> We only live once or they well, say ride. Maybe we live a lot. I don't know. But anyway, ride and die. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's real. Um, hey, but make sure you love yourself before you love someone else. What do you think about that, Agata? Do you think that you should fall in love with yourself and prioritize yourself? Absolutely. I think people who love themselves, I, for example, I love myself. I love spending time with myself. I'm never bored. I have thousand and one things I could think of getting into when I'm by myself. I actually enjoy time by myself. But then again, being married for 21 years is easy, easy said. Um, However, when you don't love yourself and don't have self-worth and feel like somebody, you need somebody else's to complete you, that is opening door, I think, to many problems and issues. I agree. I think that's mm-hmm. a very good point. And then how do you keep your, you know, married life spicy? 
after all these years. <sighs> well, um, that was a resigned sigh. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you love your husband. Well, I love my husband. I couldn't imagine being with anybody else, but I actually had that conversation just the other day with my 12 years old son, our son. And, um, when we were talking about one of his friendships and I said, you know, just like in marriage, it's, it's a wave, it's up and down and up and down. And I think the most important thing is to be able to communicate, to be honest with each other, to know when to step back and take a break from each other. We can be 24 seven in each other face. Um, it's, it's tiring. It's, it's hard to be creative when, and, and some people I'm sure can, that's not my case. Um, many times when we go through downs, uh, you know, little sprinkle of alcohol can fix anything just to get through it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> How many years have you been married, Grady? I've been married 11 years. Wow. Like I feel so left well, out not, right now. Not specifically 11. We've been together for 11. We've been Aww. married for eight. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. It, is. it helps to have some wine. It does, and it doesn't hurt that your husband Antonio is super hot guy too. He is. He oh, is. wow! Yeah. He's going to listen to this and really love you. Oh, whenever <laughs> you know, Megan. Sometimes Antonio comes to our office, and we have uh, predominantly girls working there. Mm -hmm. Antonio comes always so good looking, so good smelling. Everybody, drop their pants. Like, take a look at the. Uh, he's not like GQ when he walks in. He really puts me to shame. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Antonio is a cutie. Yes, he, he is. He's he's pretty amazing. He's yeah. just spot on with everything. He's very motherly. He takes care of business. He generally knows how people are feeling, and he is always supportive. He has been extremely supportive. But we have a good time together. We have a lot of great conversations. We spend a great deal of time together, especially during COVID. We spent a hell of a lot more time together. And you really don't know whether or not you're going to come out of a pandemic liking the person or not. And so it's a true test to a relationship. And we passed it with flying colors because we never got entirely tired of each other. Well, you know, I, I went across country in an RV. Yeah, you got the hell out of there. So you learned <laughs> where you stood in the relationship. <laughs> you were ready to get out of there. <laughs> Tracker and all. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, thank you so much for coming in today, Agata. Not a you problem. My pleasure. Well, she's going to be joining us. She's going to be She'll a guest co-host on our next episode. Absolutely. I Yay. cannot wait. <laughs> And um, thank you for listening, everyone, to In the Grind with Megan Grady. Our next episode, we will be talking a little bit more about mental health, traveling abroad during this time, and the need for change. So tune in to us. We appreciate you listening. Have a beautiful day. Talk to you later. Bye.